Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This is the third show in our Not Just Nuts and Bolts series in partnership with Fastenal. I'm really enjoying it, and we've had lots of great feedback so far. So I'm looking forward to sharing more with you, our supply chain audience. Last week in episode two, we talked to Chris Van Dellen, VP of Onsite Solutions, to take a closer look at Fastenal's response to the COVID-19 crisis, the different ways in which they've been innovating for their customers, and how we can better prepare our businesses and supply chains for the future. And today in episode three, we're talking about locality, what it means, why it's so important, and exactly how Fastenal delivers it across the world. So welcome to the show, Sam and Jim. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Excited to be here. Yes, I'm excited to learn more about this as well. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourselves? Tell us who you are, what you do, and what is the one thing that would surprise people about Fastenal and PGT respectively? Why don't you go first, Sam? Yeah, thanks, Sarah. So I've been with the Fastenal team for going on 20 years and uh, had many responsibilities up to this point. Current responsibilities are um, leading the uh, organization's uh, uh, national accounting. Uh, that team's responsible for the uh, contracts and the partnerships uh, that we have with um, uh, companies like PGT and Jim. And you know, when when I think about uh, something that is surprising uh, that people might want to know about Fastenal, you know, our ability to achieve mutual success between ourselves and our customers is heavily contingent upon um, really this, this little fact that most people don't know, which is 70% of our total population is customer facing. And the reason that's meaningful is that we're able to get engagement and understanding with our, our um, customers at every level of the organization so that we can understand what their needs are um, from top to bottom and be able to achieve their goals and our goals all in one fell swoop. So I think uh, that most people don't realize how many um, people we have that are uh, directly related to uh, making sure that our customer experience is spot on. Amazing. I love that. Now, Jim, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, and what is the one thing that would surprise people about PGT? Sure. So, Sarah, as you had mentioned, my name is Jim DeMarco. I work at PGT Innovations, and I work in the strategic purchasing group, uh, specifically tasked as a category manager for indirect uh, services and materials. And as I look back over the corporation that I've been here, uh, some of the surprising things to me, right, were we're celebrating our 40th anniversary this year, in fact, this summer. And we started 40 years ago in the porch and closure business, believe it or not. Um, it wasn't until the 80s that we had started making window product. And then when Hurricane Andrew came to Florida, unfortunately, back in the ni- early 90s, uh, our leadership began working with Miami-Dade County and developing new building codes to better protect Florida's homes and buildings uh, for severe weather. That has really made PGT Innovations one of the nation's leading manufacturers today of impact windows and doors. Amazing. And congratulations on the anniversary. Thank you. So, Sam, we've touched on it already in, in the previous episodes, but let's revisit locality. Fastenal is in 24 countries with 3,200 locations across the globe, and that is a massive reach. So, and I absolutely love the word locality, but just to set this up a bit, can you explain what it means and then tell us how you localize that international presence? Yeah, absolutely. You know, 
Glocality is simply a mashup of global and local, right? So when we look at what that means for Fastenal and really our customers, it's, it's we have a global reach, but and, and we're able to take that global scale and, and give it to our local footprint of branches and local employees. And what that does is it allows us to offer in scale at a local level all the suite of solutions that Fastenal has to provide and offer, but it does something else. It, it allows the local team to be creative, to, to give any mix or measure of our solutions that we have to achieve any uh, to achieve the objectives of our uh, customers in any way that's necessary. So it doesn't matter whether you're in Madison, Wisconsin, or you're in Orlando, Florida, the local team can utilize any part of our resources um, to, uh, to solve the problem for you and be quick and nimble in doing that. Um, so it, it takes out that, uh, that lumbering slow approach of a, a large organization and really brings the best of both worlds um, through, uh, through that locality piece. Yeah, and I think it's such an important discussion right now because there are a lot of companies right now taking a look at what they do with their supply chains, taking a look at their supply chain strategy you know, what are we going to do with the manufacturing? What are we going to do with our local and our global presence? And I think Fastenal is a really good example of what can be done. And um, so I think it's, you know, really important that we're talking about that today. So Jim, when you first saw Fastenal as a strategic partner, what drew you in and told you they would be a good fit for your supply chain? Well, I had a little leverage, Sarah. Uh, so my previous role beco- before coming to PGT Innovations, I had worked or experienced Fastenal's capabilities. And one thing that I really like about them is when you're coming to an organization that has a lot of tail spend, naturally in the you know PPE area or MRO supplies, uh, you tend to have a lot of your local flavors, especially when you're a conglomerate of six different brands or manufacturing locations. So to Sam's point, uh, Fastenal has this unique capability of being able to leverage spend uh, for those bulk items, but they can tailor it specifically to the site or that application. No two, no two of our companies are the same. And having that capability to really dial in to meet that individual manufacturing space's need was key. Absolutely. Would you say that uh, collaboration is up there with strategic partnership as well? Absolutely. In fact, here at PGT Innovations, uh, we take partnership seriously. And for a lot of our customers, it truly is a partnership. Um, we like to grow together. There are, uh, you know, peaks and valleys in that relationship. But in the long run, it's working together to come up with a good solution for both companies. Absolutely. And so, Sam, you know, Fastenal, in the conversations that we've been having in this mini-series, we hear a lot about your local presence. And you pride yourself on having regional experts available to your customers and, and to companies in the communities. And you know, it's even important right down to your company tagline that says, we are where you are, which I think is absolutely fantastic. So let's talk about how those experts actually help Fastenal deliver locality. Can we start with your lean solutions and how they helped PGT with their onsite? Sure. We, when you look at what our lean solutions team is, these are a group of um, lean Six Sigma certified uh, project managers, um, their, their whole role is to not just um, execute on uh, a project and get it to completion. 
what they've done is, especially in the case of PGT, is look at the uh, the solution uh, in, in a very unique way. So PGT, we weren't able to be um, as close as we needed to be to PGT to provide the resources and the supplies that they needed. So our, uh, our local teams collaborated as our district manager, our local general managers, our, our lean teams collaborated on what the best model was to service PGT in, in, our, in this on-site opportunity. So we weren't able to be on-site specifically within the four walls of PGT. So how do we get the, uh, the, how do we get the service level and all of the, um, the same day um, service that is necessary to provide the value that uh, the PGT needed in, uh, in, in this environment? So what the lean team did, they looked at what we called our pod um, solution. And this is basically just a, it's a, um, a, a storage trailer that um, uh, is really retrofitted and outfitted to, to house not only products, but electronics and automation, but also uh, a, an office and a warehouse. And PGT gave us some space on their property to, to house um, our pods and be able to, uh, to service them same day instead of having 24-hour, 40-hour turnaround. We can have instantaneous product to them for that uh, um, planned regular need type product. And then local daily deliveries from our, um, uh, our, our distribution right on site so that PGT has access to the products they need when they need them in a very unique way. You, you've seen these type of solutions on construction sites before, but traditionally they're not done with manufacturing. And this is just one of those things where the local team utilized that, um, that local creativity and the solutions as they saw them being able to be used as opposed to potentially how our corporation would have seen them to be used. So just another um, avenue for uh, uh, our, our teams to show that they can be successful locally. And then our lean team also helped with that, um, the execution of setting that up, um, identifying the, the type of products necessary, the quantities that are necessary. And then from that point, they're, they're involved in um, the startup of all the other potential locations around, um, around the country for PGT as well. Amazing. And I love the fact that, you know, it wasn't one location that was able to come together and find a solution for the customer. It was a collaboration of a couple of different locations and a couple of different teams that came together to put to put that solution on the table for the customer. So Jim, I want to send it over to you. Can you walk us through maybe the challenges that you were having before Fastenal came in with those solutions and then walk us through how that's affected your company and, and maybe benefited your company moving forward? Absolutely. So first off, you know, we, we may have had relationships with four or five different MRO type suppliers. Um, what this does is it really uh, defragments your supply base. So by bringing on Fastenal and coming up with a strategic plan of what supplies that we need, um, we no longer had to go the route of last-minute ordering supplies that were maybe only available from this vendor or only available in this application. Um, we've used that Fastenal uh, on-site team, that on-site pod, as an extension of our supply chain, if you will. So we, to, to Sam's point, we would set up min-max numbers, um, specify what those items should be stocked locally, and it's essentially managed and owned by our Fastenal team. 
Amazing. And so what kind of um, benefits have you seen as a company? Can you share with us some of the results and, and what it's done? Has it created efficiency? Have you seen maybe um, you know, some savings in different areas that maybe you, you didn't think would be um, affected by putting in this type of solution? Absolutely. So for instance, if I, if I touch on maybe PPE for a little bit, right? Um, before we may have had as many as 50 to 75 different types of safety glasses across our campus here in Venice, Florida. Um, not to mention the other five manufacturing locations that we have. Uh, so by coming together and putting together a strategic plan, we were able to rationalize down to a list of three to four standard safety glasses across six companies located in two different states. Um, with that, obviously, from a supply chain perspective, you're leveraging cost. Uh, from a manufacturing and safety perspective, you have a standardization process in place. And then via fast vending opportunities, you can provide restrictions to what materials certain uh, employees can access so that you can ensure that the employee has the proper eyewear for the correct application. Right. So to summarize, you know, there's an efficiency there's an economy of scale. Um, there is the extension of the supply chain. Uh, the, I mean, the list goes on and on as far as the advantages. Yeah, not to mention the number of suppliers that you were able to condense. And that, that takes a lot of work just in itself. So you mentioned safety. Um, and in light of COVID, obviously, safety is a really, really important area. So Sam, what was done to ensure PGT's supply chain? Was this another area where Glocality was able to come into play and um, really help during this, this pandemic and what we've seen over the last six months? Yeah, certainly. You know, um, one thing, so I'll talk about it in, in two different veins. So one is the, the supply chain that we are aware of. And that is you know, what Jim talked about, the, the safety glasses, the gloves, the, the things that were being commonized and standardized through, uh, through our safety team's involvement of job hazard analysis and hand and, uh, and, and sleeve and arm protection analysis. They, they were able to identify those parts. And because we have a, a partnership relationship with PGT, we're, we're able to allocate inventory and really, um, ensure PGT supply chain on those parts. And that's just par for the course for how Fastenal operates. So we had lots of communication with PGT about different brands, different styles, fit, form, and function. Could we have multiple um, lines of similar products to ensure the supply chain for PGT in case there is a, uh, um, a spike in usage or just a, a shortage in supply? just to ensure that we'd have that for them. And again, that's, that's standard par for the course. That's corporate contract working the way it should. The other piece was that PGT had some items, um, respirators and some other things that they really didn't use a lot of, and they weren't part of our allocation process. And when PGT uh, came to Fasten and said they, they needed these, and it was uh, uh, really kind of urgent for them to have them, that's where our local team's um, collaboration with the safety team, our local district manager, local general manager, and then all of our local teams really partner together to identify local sources, identify opportunities for um, that maybe uh, weren't part of uh, our corporate supply chain to support PGT and their needs for items that we didn't manage. So I think what we looked at was the, the, the system works the way it was intended, but, uh, you know, exactly what happened, no one could have planned for the way, the way it went down. 
Um, so really excited and, and pleased to see that we were able to support PGT in those um, uh, endeavors and, and continue to look for opportunities that, uh, that are outside of the, the scope of maybe the contract agreement, but really uh, committing to making sure that we can support those things um, and then turn them into um, really part of the supply chain as we move forward. Yeah, and I think one of the most important points that you had mentioned there is that you were able to pivot quickly. And I think that that would be a result in your locality strategy and your local and, and global strategies. Jim, I don't know if you want to jump in here and maybe talk about how important that uh, being able to pivot that quickly was to your business during COVID and what we've been going through in the last six months. Certainly. And I have a really good example to share. So within our processes, we utilize a lot of nitrile gloves. Um, Now, we've been doing business prior to COVID, right? But when we started beginning experiencing the the COVID-19 effect, any and all PPE became um, drastically uh, deplenished out of the supply chain. The one thing that I that I thank Fastenal on here is that they were able to preserve our allocation. So while some companies uh, that, that had never purchased nitrile gloves before in their, in their entire career of manufacturing existence, all of a sudden wanted these to protect employees, right? And rightly so. Um, we legitimately were utilizing nitrile gloves previously to protect our employees from what they do day in and day out on a manufacturing presence. So that was critical requirement for us. Um, it, Fastenal was very good in ensuring that we did not run out of those nitrile gloves. So I'm sure that I can't even speak to all the things, all the hoops that the Fastenal team probably even at a global level had to jump through to ensure that we were not out of nitrile gloves. But another example that I'll throw out there is um, obviously masks, masks in general became uh, a dire need uh, early on in the, in the COVID-19. And Fastenal was, again, a key partner that we could lean on and leverage their buying power uh, to bring in the mass that we needed in a critical time. So, um, yes, uh, the, the, the locality, as they call it, uh, was definitely present during the COVID-19. Those are amazing examples. And I don't know, Sam, if you want to jump in here and talk about some of those hoops that you did have to jump through um, to keep some of your customers stocked with some of the PPE that we've been talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's no secret on how drastic the supply chain um, really, really dried up with, uh, with the, the consumption and the, the need for those type of products. Um, it, it happened rapidly. I think one of the things that uh, that really helped fasten on in, in our customers was that we started to, um, and Jim, you might have remembered this, in February uh, this year, we started to talk to our customers about allocation and talk to them about their future and what they potentially could see. Um, so it, it was, uh, I really have to give credit to our safety team um, for helping identify that as a, um, as a potential roadblock or potential issue down the road and sharing it quickly um, before it, before it became mainstream with uh, with our customer base and because of that we were able to sh- to to lock down the standard supply chain but not only that we were able to find multiple different channels um, that weren't part of our corporate supply chain to uh, to alleviate uh, some some pain and pressure in regard to um, servicing and supporting these type of products and that again that that is um, it, it 
to us, when we look back, it's just what we do. But when we talk to our, 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 our customers and partners like Jim and they, they explain um, maybe some struggles they had with other suppliers trying to get that, it really does highlight that um, our culture just is to be a servant's heart and a consultant. And in, in this environment, it just shows that that, uh, that type of culture um, just naturally fit the need of the environment. Yeah, and it also stays true to how effective communication is when you have a strategic partnership like this or even the collaboration and how both of those things coming together um, was really empowering for both sides to be able to come together and make sure that everybody had everything that they need. So, Sam, you talked about the future. So, Jim, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna send this over to you now because you've been working with Fastenal for a while now. So, what do you see in the future of the partnership with Fastenal? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think we've done a really good job hitting the safety piece, specifically PPE. Um, we've done a really good job on the MRO side of things. I think some of our other manufacturing locations, we have room for opportunity, but an area that uh, is really a key piece for me to focus on coming into 2021 is going to be in the, the, the cutting tools and abrasives as Fastenal cut calls it. Um, in addition to potentially hand tools, or I guess in this case, power tools. So that's an area that I think it's an unexplored opportunity for us. And uh, that's what we're looking to to uh, come up with a good strategy for in 2021. Amazing. And Sam, from the onsite to the PPE program, you know, PGT has trusted you with helping improve their business. So from hearing that from Jim, what else can Fastenal offer that can help them move the needle forward? Well, before I answer that, you you just hit on something that is absolutely important in our relationship. And that is that Jim and the PG team trusted us. Yeah. To, to to do what we said we could do. And and it, we, we couldn't get anywhere near where, where we did as a partnership without that trust and that uh, that belief that we could get things done. So I just want to thank Jim and the PGT team for allowing us to uh, to show that we can be a partner that uh, is there for the long term and, and always looking out for the best interest of PGT. That said, when we look at kind of the future and, and what else we could offer um, to PGT, you know, it, it, it does start with continuing on with what we're doing, helping the adoption of our current programs, um, uh, helping the, uh, the, the entire process of um, assimilation to uh, fit, form, and function. Can we do uh, more products, more items that, uh, that get a better, cleaner, uh, more robust supply chain? But Jim mentioned earlier, you know, PGT is not afraid of acquisition. We need to be prepared if uh, PGT acquires more business and helping them assimilate them into um, the, the standard practices. And, and ultimately, we need to listen. As, as Jim's business continues to evolve, we continually just have to be there to listen, to understand what their goals are, how they've changed, and then really apply what we've applied previously just in, with, with new information on how we approach Jim's business to help him create uh, the best possible outcome for a supply chain. So when we look at what we can do long-term um, as a needle mover for Jim, it comes down to his yearly quantifiables. What do they want to accomplish? How do they see their supply chain being part of that? And then allowing Fastenal to be the consultants and give them our view on how they can, they can achieve that. And again, the trust that, uh, that Jim and his team uh, really put in us, um, we think that's going to be relatively simple conversations moving forward. 
Great. And now, Jim, I just want to ask you, you know, if anybody's in the audience and, you know, they're listening to this and they're, they're thinking about maybe giving Fastenal a call, what were some of the questions that you and your team had before you picked up the phone and, and started that partnership with Fastenal? What are some of the things that maybe the audience might be thinking about um, and, uh, you know, when they would sort of make that decision? Sure. So to answer that, you know, from a supply chain perspective, it's, it's all the things that you would ask of any supplier, right? What is what price point is obviously important. Dependability um, is the product available when I need it, right? Getting back to the to the on-site uh, stock that we have here today. Um, response time that's always important, especially in the MRO space. Uh, those tend to be the one or two widgets that you don't think of that you immediately need because you're in a line down situation. Uh, so again, those three things of, of, of cost, time, reliability, uh, those are really the things that uh, were, were deciding factors to, to swing towards Fastenal, if you will. And to date, I mean, they've, they've hit those all three out of the park. So it's been a good partnership. Amazing. Thank you for that, Jim. So finally, Sam, what do you think the future is going to hold for supply chain over the next few years and how will Fastenal continue to innovate and evolve along with it? Yeah, Sarah, great question. You know, when I look at what's happening today, so COVID certainly has uncovered or highlighted or heightened um, awareness around ensuring the supply chain of of manufacturers and, and our customers. And so that being said, you know, it's going to be a combination of three things, proximity, how close can we get to our, to our, our customers, analytics, and then automation. And, and really the, the cost to get in the door as a, as a distributor, you know, from day one, um, you have to be able to have descriptive analytics. You got to be able to tell them, here's what you've used. And that's kind of, again, that's kind of the entrance in the door. And then if, if we're really, really good, we're going to do some pre- predictive analytics. We're going to be able to tell you what to use and, and what and forecasting what's going to happen. But the future really is about prescriptive analytics, simply just telling you optimize, optimizing um, your current purchases and telling you what should happen. Here's what will happen. And here's what you should do based off the information that we have. And today that's, um, uh, that, that's a difficult one for, uh, for, for folks to get their arms around. But I believe that Fastenal has the, uh, the right proximity. We have the data analytics and uh, coupled with our automation, we should be able to, uh, to lead um, our supply chain and lead that uh, um, insurance or assuring the supply chain for our customers well into the future. So I'm pretty excited to see what, uh, um, how we, we engage that with our, our customers in 2021 and the, the results that that, uh, that achieves for them um, in, in helping their businesses be strengthened and stronger uh, for the future. I absolutely agree with you. And if, if, you know, the last six months have shown us nothing else, it's that we do need those predictive analytics. We do need to be able to be proactive in our decisions instead of, you know, reactive as a lot of people have been during COVID-19. So as expert consultant, a logistics company, a technology provider, and a distributor of industrial and construction products, Fastenal is many things to many different customers. With approximately 3,200 in-market locations supported by a global distribution network and expert teams, Fastenal works with commitment and passion towards its common goal of growth through customer service. For more information about 
Fastenal, check out their website at fastenal.com. That's F-A-S-T-E-N-A-L.com. And you can check out PGT at pgtinnovations.com. Thank you to Sam and Jim for joining me on the show today. Thank you, Sarah. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. This type of strategic partnership is a really interesting topic, and I do think it's something we're going to be talking a lot more about in the near future. Don't forget to join us again next week for episode four, the final episode of our Not Just Nuts and Bolts mini-series in partnership with Fastenal, where we'll be talking to John, Fastenal's executive VP, all about data and analytics, so you don't want to miss it.